Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. It feels good in here tonight. <laughs> Amen. If you have your Bible, I want to turn your attention over to the second book of Timothy. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Second Timothy chapter 1. chapter 1, and we want to look at verse number 6, and it reads, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance, that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. And it says, Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner. But be thou partaker of the affliction of the gospel according to the power of God, who hath saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. All right. God bless you this evening. You may be seated. help of the Holy Ghost tonight, we're going to preach on who I am, who I am. I was reading this uh, this afternoon, 
And uh, sometimes the devil tries to get us discouraged. That is no surprising thing. Uh, we all have come into battles on our own and situations come against us and try to get us down and try to distract us and try to bog us down and try to get us away from the purpose and the plan that is at hand each and every day that God gives us. We read this tonight, and he first of all told them to stir up that gift which was in them, which was given to them by the power when they received the Holy Ghost, of course, so therefore we first have to receive the Holy Ghost to receive that power, but after we receive that Holy Ghost, it is a continual process that God wants to renew us, the Scripture says, day by day. And we get renewed in that spirit. We get strengthened when we get renewed. We receive that power afresh. A new anointing comes upon us and gives us the help and the direction that we need each and every day. And as I continue here and, and walking and learning to trust in God, I learn that receiving the Holy Ghost and repenting of my sins and being baptized in Jesus' name, which the Scripture shows us that we must do if we want to go to heaven, that it is a daily process to do each one of them. At the first initial time that we come and we realize and we get convicted in our heart and we see that we need to repent and be baptized in Jesus' name and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, then that's a beginning step that we take with God. That is the opening of the door that God can begin to work in our life. But each day that God gives us, we wake up and we want to do the same process again. We want to make sure that we are repenting, making sure that we are humbling our flesh and getting out of the way that He can renew us with His Spirit. And we ask Him to cover us once again with His blood, that we will be without spot and without wrinkle, and that way we can have the right mind. The writer said, create in me, Lord, a clean heart and renew in me that right spirit. Okay? We have to have that right mind and that right spirit. If we don't have the right spirit, that means we have the wrong spirit. And I want to be daily renewed in this right mind and having that right spirit working in my heart. Because if that, with that right spirit in place, that means I'm going to go the right direction. That means I'm going to have the right motives. That means I'm not going to have fear. I'm not going to have doubt. I'm not going to worry about this and that because I'm going to know who I am. I'm going to know that I am, the Scripture says here, that I've been called with a holy calling. God has selected me, and He's selected you. He's called you. He has seen you. He is trying to draw you nigh unto Him, for He can work through your life. Okay? But if we do not come to Him and humble ourselves and, and lay it out before Him and get out of the way, the Scripture says He cannot do anything with that. He is, his hands are tied. And he is not able to work in that kind of a situation. But when you come with a broken heart and a contrite spirit, the scripture says, and you come acknowledging him and knowing he's the one, then you're going to be able to get somewhere in a service. You're going to be able to get somewhere and get victory in your life and be able to overcome because you're going to know he's the one doing it all. He's the one that's waking you up. He's the one giving you strength. He's the one that's called you. He's the one that's placed you. He's the one that can do it all. Amen. It says here that he's not called us according to our works, not by anything that we've done, but by his will 
in his purpose he has called us he is doing this work in our life I think the, the, the biggest problem that we go through sometimes is that we just simply forget who we are we forget what God has done we forget all of the opportunity and blessings that God has laid before us and given us all these different chance to come to him and draw nigh to him and to be able to apply this word to our heart and I think we get distracted by the things around us sometimes and discouraged by them and we allow them to drag us down into a place that we don't belong at amen it says that he has called us and he has not put a spirit of fear into our heart he has not put that in us that is the enemy that comes and tries to discourage that is the enemy that the scripture says he comes only to steal to kill and to destroy that means he's only out to rob away from you what god is trying to place inside of you god's trying to take you the right direction he's trying to call you out of things he's trying to separate you from the things of this world or the cares of this world and the devil's coming trying to flash all that stuff in your face trying to get you to remember what all of it is and the scripture's here saying to <laughs> Don't worry about that. You need to forget about those things and stir up within you that gift which God has placed inside of you. Because when you have a sound mind, that means you're going to be full of the Holy Ghost. And when you're full of the Holy Ghost, you're going to be having strength. You're going to have peace. You're going to have joy. You're going to have happiness. You're going to have what you need to make it. The Scripture says the devil-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. And that's where the devil wants you to be at. He wants you to be in a place of undecidedness. A place of, well, do I want to do this or do I want to do this? Do I want to trust in the Word of God or do I want to do what I want to do? Do I want to listen to leadership or do I want to go my way? Do I want to be obedient to what the Scripture says and how it shows me to live my life? Or do I simply just want to get by and try to go through the motions? And see, if you're in that place, that means you're unstable. That means if the wind blows right, you'll go right. If it blows left, you'll go left. If it goes backwards, you go backwards. If it goes front, you go front. Whatever way it goes, that's the way you're going to go. You have no stability. You have no backbone. You have no strength. You have no direction. You have no idea what you're doing. And the quicker you acknowledge that sometimes, the better off you're going to be. You just need to realize here who you are. What kind of fruit is coming off of your tree tonight? What kind of, what kind of uh, uh, fragrance are you putting into the room? Are you stinky or do you smell nice? I prefer you to smell nice. <laughs> we, we want to be a sweet-smelling Savior <laughs> into the nostrils of the Lord. We don't want to be stinky. We don't want to be stale. We don't want to be nasty. Nobody likes that. But that's what you turn into when you don't have any direction in your life. And here God is. Each and every day he wakes up, he's calling us. He's showing us. He's trying to get us to read his word. He's trying to get us to open up to him and realize here, hey, I'm trying to help you here, but you got to pay attention to what I'm saying. And that means you've got to humble yourself. You've got to break down what you want and what you think and let God do a work in your heart. Amen. I'm thankful for that. 
I'm thankful for the message that God has shown me in my life. I'm thankful for the truth. I'm thankful that God has given us a clean start, a new beginning. That He has shown us the way to do things. I'm thankful that I'm not just wandering around trying to figure something out, but that He has given me a straight, crisp direction in how to do things. I'm thankful that I don't have to question, oh, is this right or is this right? But that I've got a word that shows me just how to do it. I want to trust in the Lord. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding, but all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. I'm looking for a little direction right now. I'm looking for a little strength in my life and I understand the only way that I get strength, the only way that I have what I need is when I turn it over to him. When I get out of the way and I say, Lord, I can't do it, but you can do it. I have no idea here what to do, but I know that you've already got it worked out. I don't know why this is happening, but I know it's all according to your purpose. And I know that you've already got a plan, and I simply want to trust. I simply want to acknowledge you. I simply want to believe here in what you're doing and the work that you're doing. And I want to put my whole heart out here. And I don't want to be looking back. I don't want to be thinking this and thinking that. I, I don't want that. I want this spirit working in my heart. I want to be full. The scripture says, let it be in you a well springing up. I want this thing overflowing my vessel. I want so full of it that I, I can't see anything else. That my eyes are blinded here to the things that are around me. Because my focus, I want to be on him. My direction, I want to go in that which he is showing me here. <laughs> you know what? I'm tired of the devil. I'm tired of the devil getting what he wants. I'm tired of the devil getting people to back down and, and lay down and go away from the message which God's called you. He has called you here with a holy calling. This is no small thing tonight that God has called us into this atmosphere. And I'm not going to look at it as just another service. I'm not going to look at it just another time. I'm looking at this is what I need. I cannot make it if I don't get a hold of him. I cannot make it another day if I don't have his strength. I refuse to be weak. I refuse to say this is not of God. I refuse to say, devil, I, I can't make it. Or God, I can't make it any longer. It's too difficult for me. Why is it too difficult? The scripture says in that name there's all power in heaven and in earth. So what you're really saying is that you're weak. What you're really saying is that you don't love the message. And he warned us of that one place. He said that you have you have forgotten here. You have, you have lost your first love. You have, you have forgotten here what I am calling, what I am doing. And see, that's what happens when you're unstable. That's what happens when you're double-minded, when you can't get your mind on this or on this or on this, and you're flip-flopping around here. Let me be seated. I'm making a mind up right now that I'm going to serve the Lord. I'm making my mind up. Every day you wake up, you make your mind up that day. I'm serving the Lord. 
I'm doing his commandments. The scripture says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Well, I'm going to keep your commandments. I'm going to love you. And if I love you, that means I'm going to separate. That means I'm going to draw nigh to you. That means that I'm going to be focused here on what you're doing. That means I'm going to appreciate. That means I'm going to be thankful for what you're doing in my life. I'm not going to complain about it. I'm not going to question it. I'm not going to compare it. But I'm simply going to be thankful. And the scripture says, in everything you give thanks. In everything. That means if the sun is not shining in the direction you think it should shine, you be thankful. Because it's shining. You know, God put the sun up there. He put the moon up there. He put the stars up there. He, and you know what? They're still doing what they're supposed to be doing. Do you think the sun's piping up? Say, you know what? I think I'm getting tired here of, of just shining here. I think I want another job. I'd rather have the moon's job. He's not as bright as I am. I think it's easier. Or how about a star? I'd rather be a star because, you know, they don't have as much responsibility as I do. That doesn't make any sense. First of all, I don't think the sun, moon, and stars talk. But you know what I'm saying. So God's called you. He's selected you he's handpicked you he's placed you in a place of truth to worship he's placed you into a place that you can love him with your whole heart the right way and you want to sometimes complain and nitpick and do this and do that why why would you want to do that that makes no sense to me and when you're in your sound mind it wouldn't make any sense to you but when you allow there to be fear or doubt in your heart then that means you're going to be thinking of other things. And when you begin to be led of your own mind, in your own way, in your own direction, the Scripture says it's impossible for you to see what He's got for you. It's impossible. If you're in a, a carnal mind, the, carnal, the Bible says the, the carnal mind is enmity against God, or there's hatred there. That means you're going to resist it with all that you have. You're not going to love it if you have a carnal mind. Okay? So this is the Scripture. This is what it says. And, and the Bible says that his word is true, and he, he cannot lie. So that means when he puts in his Bible, that's what we apply to our heart. That's why we read the Bible. It's amazing that it's true. <laughs> and it's amazing that it plugs into our daily life. That is no accident. That's why he puts it in there. That we, we will plug it in. That we will see what we need to do and what we don't need to do. I'm not arguing with it. I simply want to be obedient. I simply want to be with the, the scriptures. He that hath an ear, let him hear, hear what the Spirit's saying to the church. I want to listen to what it's saying. I want to let it work inside of me. Amen? I don't want to fight against it. Paul found out it's not good to fight against it. He found himself in a place and he said, what will you have me to do? He said, well, why are you kicking against me here? Why are you fighting me here, bro? I'm trying again to get you to see the right way. And when you feel like you keep hitting a wall time after time after time after time, you feel like you're not getting anywhere and you feel like it's the same old process over and over and over again and there's no progress, that means maybe you should see the way you're doing it and maybe you should step out of the picture and let God do it the right way and get the Holy Ghost the way you're supposed to get the Holy Ghost. I mentioned to the church this afternoon in Lake Placid, either it may have been Thursday night, I don't know, but it, you know, I, I'm really convinced that some people never get the Holy Ghost. I think some people get some good touches and experiences, but they don't really get the Holy Ghost. Because when you get the Holy Ghost, there's going to be a change that takes place. 
there, there's going to be, that's what it literally means. The scripture says that when we repent, that we turn away from the sin. And that means that what we used to do and we used to think and we used to do, that means it's not going to be in there. We're going to change. We're going to start going in a new direction that God calls us in. And we're not going to have the desire any longer for those things. And so that means if you're still struggling with it, that you need more Holy Ghost. That means if it's still a battle, that means you are not turning it over to God enough. That means you're holding reserve back. That means you're keeping a little something in case this doesn't work out. That doesn't work out either. Look at Lot's wife. She couldn't get out of her heart. So as soon as everything started falling and all the screams started going up, I was like, what's going on? Well, what did God say? He said not to turn around. And here you are, and we see where your heart is now. And the ship goes out of the bones of the heart, the mouth is going to speak. Okay, so now we see where her heart was. It was in sin. And she did not want to listen to the direction that God was given. Did not want to listen to what he specifically said. Hey, you do this, this is what's going to happen. Huh. Wow. Imagine that. We see time and time again, the scripture does exactly what it says it's going to do. And when it says that you cannot enter into the kingdom of God, that's what it's going to mean. If you have not been baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost and repent of your sins, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And so there's going to be a lot of people that day that's going to do the same thing. Why? Well, you didn't do what it said. You simply were not obedient to the Scripture. Well, then there'll be some that are just going to be, well, well I, I did this much. Well, you didn't go all the way. I'm going all the way here. I'm not looking for a, 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 a shortcut. I'm not looking for an easy way out. He said, here, you be thankful in your afflictions. <laughs> be thankful because you've got the message. You know, they, they didn't love Jesus. They didn't like him. He, was he had all these things going with him. Did he stop? No, because he knew what his purpose was. He knew that there was a plan. He knew that there was an order here that he was keeping, and he was not going to get off of that path. And that's what we have to do. We have to get a mind on this thing. We have to get a heart in this thing. We have to get some direction in this thing. And we have to make our mind up that, hey, I'm in it for the long haul. I'm not going anywhere. I, I'm not going to allow anything to come my way. And if it does come my way, the Scripture says, what shall separate us? There's nothing that's going to be able to separate you when you love Him. When you love Him. But if you don't love Him, well, then you're not going to be mindful of Him. You're not going to care what happens. It's just going to be another little thing. Well, we'll take care of that later. And, oh, we'll, 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 we'll go back to that later. We'll, we'll, we'll repent later. We'll get baptized later. We'll get the Holy Ghost later. Oh, we'll come back to church later. Oh, we'll, we'll make this change later. Oh, I want to get this done. I, I still want to do this. And what are we doing? No, 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 no. There's no putting this thing off. The Scripture said, one place, why tarries thou? I'm not waiting around for something big and bad to happen. I'm not waiting to see if, oh, well, this hasn't been fulfilled yet, and this hasn't been fulfilled yet. Oh, well, I have a little more time here to do my thing before I turn my heart over to God. No! Scripture says the day is the day of salvation. Today. Right now. This is the day that the Lord hath made. This right now. This chance. This opportunity. This service. This is the time we get our heart right. This is the time that we are ready. We're preparing ourselves here. Okay? I'm not putting off. Because when you put off, that means your mind's not made up. That means you're still making the decision if you want to serve God or not. I don't want that. My decision's made. The jury's in, you can say. And it is, I know who I am. I'm called. I'm selected. I'm a peculiar people. 
I know that I serve a God that can do all things. And I know that it doesn't matter what it is, I know He's going to bring me through. And I know that no matter how bad sometimes it, it seems like, Lord, what are we going to do here? Uh, uh, you know, uh, it, it looks pretty bad. And, you know, hey, it's okay. I know who I trust in. I know that. And so that means, hey, bring it, devil. I'm not inviting it, but I'm saying, if he brings it, I've got game. I'm ready to go. I know who's got my back. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here trying to say, well, I may want to do this. I may want to do this. Or I may want to do this. I may want to do this. No, 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 no. It's not like that. It's, this is what we're doing. This is how it is. This is what the church does. The church does not change from its decision. The church does not back down and conform to the lifestyle and the things that you may want. No, no, no. This is who we are. We will worship the Lord. We will give Him a whole heart. We will serve Him with everything that we have. We will not back down. We will not let go. The scripture, it tells one place to cleave to the word. That means we're holding on. That means no matter what it is, we're holding to this. We're not letting go. Look at the men and the women in the scripture before us. They did not let go. They held on. No matter what the circumstance was, they held on. No matter what came against them, they held on. Because they knew they wanted to be with God. They knew they had something. They understood and appreciated. And they knew that in order to receive the blessing, they wanted that they had to continue. I'm continuing. I'm holding. I'm pressing. I, I, I'm anticipating the great move of God. I'm anticipating all the good things that God is doing. I, I'm not worried about anything else. I'm worried about seeing new souls coming into His house. I'm worried about... I'm not worried about how He's going to do it. I just know He's going to do it. I, I'm not worried about anything else. I'm just worried about lifting up my hands through every situation, keeping a song on my heart, keeping praise in everything that I do. I'm just staying excited. I'm just staying pumped up. I, I'm just looking at all the good things God's doing. I'm not looking about anything bad because the bad things are always going to be there. But there's always going to be good things that God's doing. And that's what I'm looking on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I do not want to be deceived. I do not want to be blinded. I don't want to be full of myself to where I can't see the blessings of God. I, I don't want to be in a place to where I have, I have flip-flopped so long that I have forgotten what God has done and what He's doing. I don't want to forget what it was like to be in sin and bondage for I will question if I want to go back there or not. I know what it's like to be in sin. I remember that very vividly, how restless that was. I don't want that. And it doesn't matter how the devil paints it, that's what it is. It doesn't matter how he makes it look, that's what it is. And that's why I don't care what it looks like or what it sounds like. I don't care. I know who I am. And I know what God has done in my life. I know where he's pulled me from. I know all the good things he's doing. Amen. And I'm not letting go of that. I'm not letting go of that. I'm not letting go of my blessing. I'm not giving my blessing up for something of this world. I don't care about that. I care about receiving His Spirit. I care about offering it back up to Him. I care about giving myself every day to His work and to His kingdom. That's what I care about. He's doing good things. He's doing good things. 
know, the enemy may can say all, you know, when they receive the, the, the Holy Ghost in the book of Acts, what do they say? Immediately, they start talking about about them. Immediately, they want to start tearing down what the church was doing. But did the church stop? No. Has it stopped yet? No. Have people been saying things since then to now? Yes. But there are going to be a call. There are going to be a select few that will make their mind up here to say, I will appreciate. I will serve. I will dedicate. I will be here. I will do what I need to do. I will put off everything else and put you on. That's who I want to be. That's who I want to be. I want to be able to stand. I want to be able to open up. I want to be able to receive. I want to be able to be what God wants me to be. Amen. That's a good thing. It's a very good thing. Sometimes you get spoiled on how good you got it. And that's why he says you need to stir that gift up. Stir it up. Remember where you've been before. Remember how it used to be. And you just be thankful every day that God wakes you up. You just give him thanks. Thank you, Jesus. You've called me out. Thank you that you've given me victory over these things. Thank you that you've given me a fresh direction. Thank you that I'm no longer wrapped up in these things. That you have set me free. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for being set free. I'm thankful that He has washed my sins away. I'm thankful that He's given me a new start. That He has made me a new creature. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that God has given me a pastor that loves me. That that He corrects me. That He gives me direction. I'm thankful for that. That I'm not just being told what I want to hear. Even though it hurts sometimes. I want it. I need it. I need to be convicted. If you're not being convicted, you've got something to worry about then. If the preaching doesn't prick your heart any longer, you need to find a place to pray and open up for you can be moved on. I want to be moved on by the Holy Ghost. I want to be broken. I want tears to fall from my face. I want to know that I have no control in the situation. I want to stay that way. I want to know at all times it is Him that's given me everything that I have. It is Him that's blessing me. It's Him that's giving me direction. It's Him that's providing for me. That's the one. I'm not losing my focus. I'm not losing what God's given me. <laughs> I'm not going to allow fear to say, oh, this isn't going to happen. This, oh, oh, this is, no, no, no. It's going to happen. And I'm going to be right here with my hands up. And I'm going to praise Him. I'm going to praise Him. I'm going to give Him everything that I have each and every day. I'm not holding anything back. I don't want anything else. I only want the Holy Ghost. I only want His strength. I only want that direction that only He can give me. I don't want anything else. Amen. The devil tries to bring all everything else. Oh, this is so big and this is so important. Oh, you need this and oh, you need that. And all these different things. And all the while, you just know, I don't need that. This is what I need. I need to be humble. I need to be submitted. I need to be baptized. I need the Holy Ghost. I need to be renewed. I need to be thankful. I need to be in church giving God thanks for everything that he's doing. That's what I need. I don't need this stuff in this world. I don't need that. Amen. I want to worship him. I want to give
give Him thanks. I want my mind to be sound. I want to be renewed each and every day. Amen. Amen. Let's worship Him right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I don't want to walk away. The rich young ruler, he came and he said, Oh, I've done all these things, Lord. All these things I've done. I've kept all of your commandments. I've done everything that you've said. And he said, Good. Now you go take that. And you sell it. And you give it to the poor. And you come and you follow me. And the scripture says that he walked away. Scripture says Jesus is very sorry, sorrowful. I don't want to walk away because I want what I want. And see, he didn't understand that God was going to bless him with something much greater than what he thought and what he had. But you've got to get your mind to see that what God has is much better than what you have. It doesn't matter what it is that you're holding on to. It doesn't matter if it's a car or a person or relationship or whatever it is, it doesn't matter because sin is sin and any little sin, or there's no degree of sin, but any sin will keep you out of heaven so whatever it is you hold on to it's the same thing, you're walking away and you're saying, I'd rather have this I'd rather keep this than turn it over and receive what you have for me I don't want that I want to receive the blessing that God's got I don't want to make Jesus sad I don't want to walk away with my thinking, my understanding. But I simply, he should have said, yes, Lord, right now. It's done. <laughs> it's all gone. Here it is. This is what I want. I'm showing you now, this is what I want. And I'm showing you by, you know, we show God by our fruit. What we, the decisions we make, that's how we show God what we want. And so I'm showing him by worship. I'm showing him by being committed. I'm showing him by praying. I'm showing him by fasting. I'm showing him by reading my Bible. I'm showing him, Lord, this is what I want. This is who I am. I don't want anything else. This is it. I want you and only you. I want your spirit working in me. I need your spirit working in me. Amen. Let's, let's worship him right now all over this house. This altar is open tonight. Let's come and be renewed in the spirit. Come and be strengthened tonight. Come not doubting, but knowing that God is faithful. He's going to meet the need right now. We thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, you are good.
Yeah. 